Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to Movie News number 64. Let's talk about all the latest developments in film and TV. Hello, movie friends. Hope you had a great week. There's a lot of stuff going on in the movie industry and TV industry. Uh, Let's get into it. Let's start with the box office, though. So it was actually a pretty good weekend so far. It's a good bounce back from the last two, which have been pretty slow. The Woman came, premiered really big with an $18 million opening weekend. So very successful opening for Viola Davis's film. That movie, however, did have a $65 million budget. So they want to make uh, 100 mil, probably. at least 100 mil. Um, so we'll see how it has uh, with, with legs. But that's a very good start. I believe it's rated R, so it's good for a rated R action movie. Uh, next up. Barbarian still holding over strong in second place with $6.5 million. Congrats to that small movie for doing a great job at the box office. Pearl, Ty West sequel to X. Uh, came out with prequel. a... Prequel. Th- yeah. Oh, prequel, sorry. It came out with a $3.2 million opening weekend. Kind of underwhelming. It actually made less than X. It's probably the budget of the yeah, movie. But, yeah, but the budget's tiny, so it will be a success. But I was, I was expecting it to make a little bit more than that. I think that maybe Barbarian takes away from its audience so it might not have been a good release date to come out the weekend after the week after barbarian came out i think the same audience will go see both those movies next up saoirse ronan and sam rockwell's new film see how they run premiered at 2.7 million uh, a mediocre box office although another small budget i think they are expecting it to make around 20 million tops so it's good it's doing well in the uk as well um, bullet train came in fifth place with 2.6 million top gun is in sixth place with 2.3 million and David Bowie documentary Moon Edge Dream came in 10th place with 1.2 million. So it's a good premiere for opening weekend for a documentary. Moon Age Dream. Moon Age Dream. Moon Age? Well, it's one word. No, it's like it's like the the song. Oh, Moon Age Dream. Moon Age Dream. <laughs> it's like Moon Age is like you're mooning somebody. <laughs> a Moon Age. Uh big news starting big with news. Big Constantine 2 is in development. Keanu Reeves is set to reprise his role as John Constantine. For the sequel, with director Francis Lawrence also returning, we don't know about Rachel Weisz if she's coming back, but I'm sure she will be. And Jimon Hunsu probably. Too. I'm sure they'll all be back, and that's really cool news. Yeah, they've been trying to get it in the works for a while, and then I remember Keanu did an interview where he said he met with Francis Lawrence, the director, and talked about ideas. That was probably like six or seven months ago, and so I'm sure Lawrence and his writer have been working on the screenplay, and it's great that it's finally confirmed and. It's a go-ahead, so it's very exciting. I think that there's still a lot of untapped potential with the world they created in the first film. Yeah, I mean, that, if any movie deserves a sequel, it's Constantine. It's Constantine. John Constantine, yeah. a-hole. <laughs> Love it. Also, Babylon released its first official trailer along with some character posters. The Brad Pitt starring film, uh, will also co-starring with Margot Robbie, uh, is going to be coming out this fall. It's an Oscar contender from Damien Chazelle. I think the trailer looked like a lot of fun. It looks like it's a very exciting uh, party take on Hollywood in the silent film era and how it was a lot more wild than people might think it was. So it looks like a, a really good time. And obviously it's going to be infused with a ton of music because Damien Chazelle's movies are technically kind of all musicals except yeah. for First Man is the only yeah. one that doesn't have a huge musical atmosphere in it. And he clearly went back to the music themes that he has in Whiplash and La La Land. Cast looks stellar. Cinematography is top notch. It looks really, really good. Yeah. Next up we have Andor 
coming out on September 21st this week on Very Disney soon. Plus. It's getting great early reactions. A lot of people are calling it not only the best Star Wars in Disney series so far, but some of the best Star Wars content we've had in years. And I think um, a lot of that has to do with the Gilroy brothers who are directing and producing the show. Uh, Dan Gilroy and Tony Gilroy. Very experienced, seasoned veteran directors and writers. So I have high hopes for this, and the reactions seem extremely positive. So we'll see. Also, Sony has adjusted a lot of their release dates for their upcoming films. So Madam Web has moved to the winter of 2024. Um, There's no specific release date yet. Um, but we'll be getting it in late 2024. It'll probably come out before The Flash. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> also, Craven the Hunter has moved to fall 2023. We will see uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's superhero movie on October 6th now. It was originally going to come out a little bit earlier, but Sony's adjusting a lot of their releases. So well, I but, think Madam Web's February 16th. In, oh, I, yeah, February 16th, I believe. Yeah, winter 2024. Yeah, that's still winter. Winter's coming. Winter's coming. Yeah, it's not, it's not spring till March 20th. You're right, you're right. Okay, also, uh, David Harbour is starring in a Gran Turismo movie directed by Neil Blomkamp. Neil has not made a movie in a while mm-hmm. since Chappie, so it'll be exciting to see him back behind the, behind the lens. Um, the first poster for his Christmas horror movie, Violent Night, just got released, and it looks like it's, it already sets the tone for like this crazy action, bloody... Uh, Santa Claus movie. movie. Yeah, he's, like, he's a, a vengeance-seeking Santa Claus. Yeah, it looks like a very fun thing. The Strangers, the great horror movie from the 2000s. It's so funny to say that line now, the 2000s. <laughs> Classic. It's being remade right now. It's filming by Rennie Harlan. He's planning a trilogy reboot of this franchise. And Rennie Harlan's directed a ton of movies, most famously for Die Hard 2. But he's made probably like 25, 30 movies, so he's an experienced filmmaker. Um, not sure how I feel about a reboot of a horror movie that came out 10, 15 years and ago. And making a trilogy. <laughs> making a trilogy of it. I mean, what are they going to do? This just like another home each movie? I that... think a lot of studios are realizing that low-budget horror movies are marketable, and they're making money. I think that's what's going on. I yeah. think they saw the success of films like the last couple of years of like the Black Phone, low-budget, making a lot of money. It's, probably, it's obviously been in pre-production before that, but I think studios are realizing you can make decent profit on low-budget horror movies. People will oh, go yeah, see them. Yeah. So how I think that's coming back to life, which how, is cool. How do you feel about approaching it already as a trilogy, though? I, I personally, it seems like an odd property to make a trilogy out of. Just to say you want to make a trilogy out of it, it's different with its, if it's like the Batman with Matt Reeves. You know, Obviously, they're going to make $500 million minimum every time, yeah. let alone make a billion dollars for sure. But taking a horror property and re- wanting to remake it and saying you're making a trilogy, I, I like the ambition, but I'm personally just when you're, I think when you're creating something, just focus on making the best first movie you can yeah, and then see yeah. where it goes from there. I agree. Um, but I'm sure he's got ideas to see where the story would go. I'm sure he's approaching it like that. But, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's home invasion. <laughs> different ways you can do it. <laughs> I like The Strangers a lot. That yeah, movie's scary strangers. as hell. Yeah. But I mean, what, it came out in 2006 or something like that? A little later than yeah. that, I think. Yeah. Ah, whatever. We'll see. We'll see. Blade Runner 2099 is officially in pre-production. Uh, the TV series is going to come out on Amazon Prime with Ridley Scott executive producing. And Silka Luisa will be serving as the showrunner. So we have the last film was Blade Runner 2049. This comes out 50 years later. How do you feel about a Amazon series of a Blade Runner? I don't like it. I, I'm not, I'm not really feeling it. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. it. I don't know. I don't I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried, man. And Rid- Ridley Scott, he's not like executive producer. Means he's, he's getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> like he has uh, ownership of a lot of the property. They use the name just to sell yeah. the tagline. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like he's making it. Um, I I just I don't like the idea of 
like one of my favorite movie franchises just being put on Amazon Prime inevitable. for a TV series. Inevitable. I'm not a fan of it. I highly doubt Denis Villeneuve will come to direct oh, no, episodes. I mean, he's not even doing the sisterhood yeah. for Dune in Warner Brothers, yeah. so I highly doubt he'd do it for this. Um, yeah, we'll see, I guess. Nothing we can do about it. I think hopefully they do yeah. a good job. I, I, I like Blade Runner on the big screen only. That's why I like it. Paul Greengrass is adapting Stephen King's fairy tale, which just hit shelves this month. The book is about an epic tale that follows a 17-year-old boy who inherits the keys to a terrifying world where good and evil are at war. The stakes could not be higher for that world than ours. As he journeys into the mythic roots of human storytelling, King granted Greengrass one of his $1 option deals. That's what he does with his books, $1 for stories or books. And which includes a healthy chunk of change out of the eventual film's earnings, and the writer director will work on the script and call the shots. He doesn't do that for all of his films, but if it's a particular passion project for the filmmaker, he'll do he'll sell the rights for a dollar. And Greengrass is a great director. Greengrass is awesome. He did a couple of the best Borns. Um, next up, Garfield, starring Chris Pratt as the voice of the famous cat, will be coming out now in spring 2024. It pushed back its release date, so Sony's just pushing a ton of things back. The Karate Kid franchise announces another new reboot movie, even though they rebooted with Jackie Chan and Jane Smith 12 years ago. They're rebooting again. It's going to come out June 7, 2024. And that's my, a crazy release date. My guess is they, they said it's going to be a return to form to the original Karate Kid. And I can't help but think that obviously the popularity of Cobra Kai led to this. And also, I can definitely see. Those characters transferring to the movie, for sure. Not yeah. like having a new Mr. Yeah. Miyagi. I can see, like, I, I bet you that Ralph Macchio kind of takes sensei. on the Mr. Miyagi character type of the reboot, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I can see that. I mean, the third time the movie's going to be rebooted. <laughs> but also to pick June 7th as a release date, that means that the studio has really high hopes for it because they'll be competing with blockbusters. That June and July, and the end of May, that's when blockbusters come out so they, Cobra Kai is huge dude. yeah they seem to have a lot of confidence in it to pick that release date I think it'd be really yeah. successful it's interesting if it's good I hope they I hope they do a good job I'm, we'll well, I'm a huge fan of three reboots you know <laughs> <laughs> next up Timothy Chalamet is doing some press and he revealed some details about Wonka his upcoming musical and he revealed that there's seven musical numbers in the film so I think I'm excited to see him sing hear his voice also it's going to be really well directed the director of Paddington 2 is making the film so I have high hopes for it <laughs> I have very high hopes same uh, speaking of Timothy Chalamet there's a new trailer for Enter Galactic an upcoming adult animated music streaming television special created by American musician and actor Kid Cudi who Anthony calls Kid Cudi <laughs> also stars <laughs> Timothy Chalamet Ty Dolla Sign, Vanessa Hudgens Christopher Abbott 070 Shake Jaden Smith, Keith David, and so many other characters. Oh, Macaulay Culkin as well. The series hits Netflix Gotta have on Macaulay, September 30th. Man. Gotta have Macaulay Culkin there. <laughs> really, Intergalactic. Really cool animation. Oh, that's, yeah, sounds cool. Also, more Francis Lawrence news. He's going to direct a biopic of Sublime, one of our favorite bands. Cool. Yeah, was Sublime, if you don't know, they were like a couple of, they were one of the biggest bands in, in America in the 90s during the grunge era. And like they were like all over MTV. Everyone listened to Sublime for many years, so it'll be interesting to see uh, a movie made about them. If you ever smoked weed in your life, you listened to Sublime. Sublime. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ty West, obviously, we talked about his prequel uh, Pearl that's in theaters right now. He also has actually secretly turned this into a trilogy. The sequel was such, the prequel was such a secret, and that just got released like out of nowhere last month. And then 
he's making a sequ- a trilogy now out of this, and this will be third film will be called Maxine. The three X's in the middle of the name Maxine, and it's set in Los Angeles. There's a teaser trailer of a really cool shot of a helicopter going over the Hollywood Hills, but instead of the Hollywood sign, it says Maxine with the Hollywood uh, structure. Mm. And it's going to be about Pearl moving to L.A. with hopes of becoming a star. What's interesting is all these movies are coming out this year. It's nuts. And so he did he did like a trilogy in one year. That's so Super crazy. Cool. I'm telling you, I'm, people have been sleeping on Ty West for years. Still sleeping, man. Still sleeping on him. They, all they do is nap. I hope all they goes, do is nap on him. I hope, <laughs> he's like a sofa. <laughs> uh, Snow White has uh, set its release date with Disney for spring 2024. So you'll be able to see Rachel Zegler and Gal Gadot in that film in early 2024. Also, Evan Peters is starring in a new Jeffrey Dahmer film for Netflix. Uh, he looks pretty creepy in the trailer. They just released the trailer. It comes out next week on Netflix. All you serial killer crime junkie fans, this is uh, right up your alley. Yeah, it looks good. But he I looks mean, good as Peters. I yeah, mean, it looks as great. As but like, I've seen like five movies about Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I get. I lo- I know people love serial killers. Uh, there are other serial killers that no one ever makes movies about, which yeah. is really interesting. It's the name recognition. It is. Yeah. It's kind of it's like basically a brand. Yeah. If you think about it, that's the Dahmer why, brand. That's why they make the same same serial killer movies. But there are so many serial killers out there that yeah. have been caught. Obviously, thank God that no content have been made about. So it's just turned into a brand, I think, with serial killers these days. Like This is like literally like the fifth Jeffrey Dahmer movie this century. Yeah, this, this Plus has been documentaries. So Je- uh, Jeremy um, Renner. Renner. Isn't it a yeah. great one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it looks really well made, and, and you know, Evan Peters is a super cool, cool actor and everything. But He's a super cool actor. I don't know if I'll watch it because I've seen the story like so many times. <laughs> you know what happens. Yeah, um, he he yeah. kills and eats a bunch of dudes. Yeah, yeah. It's messed up. <laughs> Spe- he only killed men? Only killed men. That's interesting, isn't it? Usually, like a male serial killer would generally kill women. Well, it depends. It was, well, it's sexual in nature, but yeah. it, he was. Uh, I think he, I'm pretty sure that Jeffrey Dahmer was gay, so he, uh-huh. he targeted gay men. So yeah, okay, in his so, area. So, so, so six, still sexually, sexually uh, motivated, motivated crimes. Yeah. Interesting, makes sense. Okay, next up. Speaking of Netflix, Squid Game Two. Uh, that means second season will be coming out on Netflix probably next year, and the director actually said that he would be interested in casting some Hollywood stars in this upcoming season. So maybe we'll see. Some familiar faces in Squid Squid Game season two. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That would be a lot of cool. That's yeah. gonna be the most streamed show on Netflix of all time. When that season, season drops, two? that that first episode will break all their records. I guarantee it. I think you might be right. I think it might break yeah. Stranger Things records for sure because that be movie right. is that show is so popular. Yeah, it became their most streamed thing of all time, and for original content. And just the word of mouth since then, since it's released, it's still getting watched like crazy and just still growing. So. And the awards recognition, yeah. Too. So I think that that show is going to be massive. And I hope, hopefully, he wor- reworked his deal with Netflix. He's getting paid because he didn't get a ton of money for his first season. He's definitely getting paid but now. He's definitely yeah. getting cheddar. Definitely getting paid. Well, that's like um, I saw an interview with David Harbor where he's he was asked about season one of Stranger Things, and he said. He said, like, yeah, they, they didn't know we were going to be big. They had no expectations for our show. They, we got, like, no money, and he said they, they were making the season on such a small budget, and nobody in the crew and cast thought it would ever really amount to anything. And then he said now, whenever they're filming, like, the studio execs for Netflix show up, and they hang out on set, and they're, <laughs> they're always around, and, like, they, they love what's going on. He's like, they would they never would have flown into whatever town we were filming in just to say hi. <laughs> now they come on their private jets. It's like... $350 million season. Yeah, it's crazy. It's in, it's, it's how it happens. Yeah. You know, not every production gets a ton of money, and you don't know what's going to hit. It's like any kind of art form. 
you know, or any business. You don't know what's going to work. Yeah, I feel like the things that it's ironic because the things that Netflix will push marketing wise and put so much money and investment into, they never really do well. And it's the secret sleepers that go that explode on Netflix, like Stranger Things, like Squid Game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's usually it seems like the ones that are completely formulated to what they think audiences would want. Yeah, never really work out compared to what ends up working out with the shows. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Very. It's interesting for studios what they're doing. Uh, final bit of news: we have another reboot, remake, TV series, TV series <laughs> of a classic film. <laughs> it's every week, man. Butch every and week. Sundance origins series. How did Butch and Sundance become Butch and Sundance? Oh, it's, it's definitely going to be an origins. Yeah. They're and definitely going to meet in it. At least they changed the title to it's not their full names because <laughs> this is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Series finds its stars in Regime Page and Glenn Powell. Most recently, they were in The Gray Man and then Top Gun Maverick, respectfully. respectively, And uh, respectfully. And respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's going to be a series about... <laughs> yeah, about... Butch... In Sundance, origins. Where did Butch get his guns? <laughs> when did they first meet? I bet they met in a saloon, didn't they? I bet they're really witty as well. <laughs> I bet they didn't get along at first, Probably. and then they slowly grew together and became good friends by the end of the season. It's it's like yeah, reboot. You already know what's gonna happen. You already know what's gonna happen. What what studio is this for? Is this Netflix? I can't um, remember. It doesn't say, but um, the Russo brothers are producing it. Oh, so that's probably Netflix. I think it's, yeah, it's Netflix. Netflix. I love they westerns. Have a, they have a deal with Netflix. Yeah, I love westerns, so I'm really interested to see. Um, it's cool that a two, western two big stars show. are making a western. That's it is cool. But uh, um, it's for Amazon. Amazon. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, why not just make a movie? Because how many? Well, there's been so many movies of them together than of their character. Butch Cassie has his own movie, at least one. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, cool, man. Yeah. Just make a new outlaw movie show. Make, like, make they a, can't make a new show. Just make a cowboy. Two you, new cowboys. You have two famous dudes that everyone loves. Just, yeah, they can make their own thing. Just come up with two new names. You don't need the name. <laughs> you know, I feel like you don't need the name recognition. It's you have brands, you man. have two loved actors. Especially this past year, they blew up. Like people are gonna watch. People would watch that. Yeah, it doesn't matter if, if you called it Steve Johnson and <laughs> and Miles Miles Barrett Outlaws. <laughs> I would watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Barrett. Miles Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like an outlaw at all, but I still watch it. No, like we gotta come with right, so uh the the fence kid and <laughs> the fence kid and sunshine Steve. Square, square McJaw square, square McJaw. I'd watch that. <laughs> square McJaw. Square McJaw. <laughs> Revolver Man, like whatever, man. It's not that hard. We're giving, I, Amazon, we're giving you gold right now. I already know it's gonna happen. The show, they're gonna meet. They're gonna be like rivals, and there's gonna be wisecracks. And there's, I, I don't think that's gonna happen at all. <laughs> they're gonna be friends by the end. I don't think that'll happen. That is gonna, they're not gonna be already a partnership when the show starts. No, yes, they will. No, it's, it's gonna be Origins. I don't know what you're talking it's about. Be origins. You clearly have not been watching modern movies and oh TV. My God. <laughs> I've not seen a single origin story in the last decade. <laughs> what are you talking about? No one wants origin stories. <laughs> You're right. My mistake. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> people want characters fully formed when the movie starts. Yeah, man. Come on. <laughs> That's Jeez. what people want. <laughs> Don't you watch movies, bro? Come on. Origins. Oh, so Butch, Butch Sundance Origins is coming out. <laughs> they should soon. call it that. Yeah. They should. 
anyways, that wraps our news <laughs> for for this week. Uh, yet, a, yet another display of classic movies being turned into TV shows. It literally the, never ends. The origin joke. It's I, we should keep track of how many weeks in a row it's been going yeah, on. It's should. like twelve weeks in a row where origins straight. has happened. Straight. Maybe more. They can't help it. Someone go back and count for us. But man, it's <laughs> insane the amount of origin stories that come out every week. Joke writes itself. Thanks so much for tuning into Movie News Number Sixty Four for Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Become a patron today for as little as two dollars at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Take care, everybody. Goodbye, y'all. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a mirror image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.